Have you ever noticed that on the days you wake up late, everything goes wrong? The shirt you wanted to wear is in the laundry, you spill coffee on your backup outfit, you can't find one shoe, and you hit nothing but red lights and traffic slowdowns. And then somehow your day has a dark cloud hanging over it that you just can't seem to shake. I think we've all had those days. As it turns out, the way your morning goes is usually the way your whole day goes. So today we're talking about how to have better days by having better mornings and how your wardrobe can help. Let's get to it. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School, the podcast that gives real-life style advice to real-life women. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary. I'm a wardrobe stylist who's been dressing everyday women for over 20 years. And I'm also the founder of Everyday Style, where we're on a mission to inspire women to love the way they look and to give you the tools to make getting dressed easy. If you're a longtime listener, hey girl, hey, I love that we get to meet like this. Thanks for hanging out with me again. Today's episode is one that I have wanted to do for ages, but I could never find a spot on the calendar. It always seemed to be time for another trend episode because three months goes by really fast, or we were planning our interview series. It was just always something, and this one kept getting pushed. But when I was planning our schedule for this season, I wanted to prioritize this topic because I just, I think it's really important especially now that we are out of the relaxed routines of summer and we're back to the grind, it feels like setting ourselves up to have better, more productive, happier, less stressful days is something that's worth making time for. So today I want to talk about why mornings matter so much and how your wardrobe plays a big part in how your day goes. And then finally, I'm going to share just a few wardrobe strategies that will help you have better mornings and better days. Of course, I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't mention that our fall capsule wardrobe guide is out right now. And if you want the easiest way to have easy mornings, better days, all that good stuff, the capsule wardrobe guide is it. The capsule guide shows you what to buy and how to style each piece so you're not left with a closet full of clothes that you don't know what to do with. And you have options for everywhere you go in life from casual athleisure running errands outfits to days at the office. We have you covered for everything. We also give you a shopping link database so you don't even have to put on pants to go shopping for your fall wardrobe. You can do it right from home. The guide takes all the guesswork out of what to wear each day. We even give you outfit calendars each month showing you exactly what to put on your body every single morning. We just can't make it any easier than that. Of course, you can only get the capsule guide in our Style Circle membership, which is awesome because in there we have all the resources you could need to make getting dressed each morning way less stressful and way more fun. Our Style Circle members are already putting outfits together and shopping the links for the season. They are loving the way they look. So come and join us. I would love to meet you in the community. The link is in the show notes or right on our website. All right, let's talk about mornings. I mentioned that this episode has been in my mind for ages and I wanted to share what put it there. Months and months and months ago, I got a text from my teen that said, can we get Starbies when you pick me up? It's been a rough day. I immediately texted back, of course, because I have this policy that when my girls ask to spend time with me, I do it. Now that they're getting older and they don't want to spend as much time with me, I do it. And I think they know this, and it's probably why our quality time is spent at Starbucks or Target. But you know what? I consider that just a small price to pay for time with my babies. 
So I wanted to spend time with her, but also it hit me in the feels when my girl told me that she'd had a rough day. I remember rough days as a teenager and just how draining they were. I just, I wanted to take care of my baby. So we hit Starbucks and I asked what happened. Long story short, and the reason we're talking about this today is that the tone for her day was set as soon as she got to school. She started her day with one of her favorite teachers and one of her favorite subjects. And this is a teacher I love. I have a ton of respect for. But this teacher has a very strong energy that the kids feel deeply. And on this day, teacher was not in a good mood and everyone knew it. And I get it. I do. We all have bad days. But my daughter said she felt like she couldn't do anything right. And the teacher was being super hard on everyone. She left that class feeling bad about herself and her abilities. She went to her next class and didn't do as well on a quiz as she thought she was going to. And then she tripped up the stairs and ripped her favorite Madewell jeans. It was just a classic bad day domino. I was reminded that we bring our energy to everyone around us, whether we intend to or not, whether it's good or bad, and we have to be really mindful of how we affect others. But it also highlighted the importance of the way that you start your day. My daughter's whole day was affected by the way she started that first hour of her day, and that was affected by probably by how someone else started their day. And I don't know what happened to that teacher that morning. Maybe it was traffic or waking up late or an email for an unhappy parent. I have no idea. But the bottom line is they brought their energy to at least 30 people who then carried it with them to whatever degree all day long. So I really started thinking about how important it is to have a good morning, to intentionally have a good morning. For the people you come in contact with, certainly, but really just for yourself. And here's the thing. Studies tell us that your morning pretty much determines how your whole day is going to go. It's not just coincidence. It is science. I found an interesting article that I'd like to share with you, and I'll put it in the show notes if you want to read the whole thing. It's from Harvard Business Review, and it's titled, How Your Morning Mood Affects Your Whole Workday. Their study focused on employees, but I don't think it's a huge leap to say that it's probably pretty universal that your morning mood affects your day, right? So they surveyed employees' moods at the beginning of the day and then after they interacted with people and finally at the end of the day. And here's what they found. The mood people started in was the mood they ended the day in. The way they started was the way they ended. Happy people ended the day happy, and they actually felt happier after interacting with other people. Unhappy people ended the day unhappy, and they didn't feel any better after interacting with others. The only thing that made them feel any better was interacting with other unhappy people. I guess that's the old misery loves company thing, right? And what was also interesting to me was how mood affects productivity. The unhappy crowd was more than 10% less productive because they needed to take breaks to get through the stress and cope with, you know, the whole day and all the people they had to talk to. I get it. I do. When I'm in a bad mood or when I'm tired, I take more breaks. I eat more snacks. I have no energy and I get a whole lot less done, way more than 10%. I'll tell you that. And you, maybe you can relate. And I I noticed when I was putting this show together that all of the research that I could find about morning mood had to do with workplace and productivity. But I know a lot of our listeners work inside the home or from home or are retired or work for themselves, whatever. Things where we might think that this doesn't really apply to us because we don't have to be cranking out work for the man nine hours a day. 
But I want you to think about the fact that even if you don't go to an office or a workplace, how your day is affected by your mood. Are you less productive around the house? Are you short with your kids? Do you skip out on social interactions? Those things are all as important as getting paid work done. When you start your day in a funk, it's hard to get out of it, no matter what you're doing, working or not. And that short period of time, that morning, has a lasting impact on your whole day. So hopefully in just these few minutes, I have made my case for why it's important to have a good morning. And now I want to talk about how your wardrobe plays into that. For a minute, think about your process of getting dressed in the morning, this morning or most mornings. What does that look like? Does it take three minutes? Does it end with a smile, feeling good about yourself, ready to take on the day? Or does it take 17 minutes and end with a pile of clothes on the floor, a feeling of resignation or hopelessness, and a plan for a crash diet? Which morning do you think is going to lead to a better day? Probably the one that doesn't take a whole lot of time and ends with a smile. I'm just going to guess. And by the way, that 17-minute number isn't random. I didn't make it up. That's how long the average woman spends each day choosing an outfit for work. I will link to the article in the show notes. That adds up to four full days each year or six full months of your life over the course of your career. That is a lot of wasted time and unnecessary stress, don't you think? But it doesn't stop there. The same survey found that 62% of women admitted to having, and I quote, irrational tantrums when trying to get dressed. Look, if you've never had an irrational tantrum about clothes, you and I simply cannot be friends. Because when I read those words, I felt them. I have had those tantrums. My sister and I used to call them clothes fits, you know, where nothing works. You're just trying things on, throwing clothes on the floor. You're sweating and your mood is just spiraling downward at the speed of light. Irrational tantrums do not lead to good days, my friends. They just don't. Again, though, they're talking about the stress of getting dressed to go to the office and less and less that applies to people. So if you're not spending 17 minutes a day, five days a week, trying to find the right outfit, you might think you're off the hook regarding your wardrobe playing a part in how your day goes. But think again. I don't know if we've really talked about this on the show before, but lots of studies have shown that what you wear has an effect on your mood and how you approach your day. It's actually a theory called enclothed cognition. Again, I'll I'll link in the show notes so you can read more about it. But there are also studies that show how we feel affects what we wear. So it's a two-way street. Your mood affects the clothes you choose and the clothes you choose affect your mood. I think when we're not getting dressed for work for any reason, it's really easy to slip into that default mode that I'm always talking about when we're getting dressed. Rather than choosing an outfit that projects the image that you want people to see or reflects your personality or brings the energy you want to have for the day, we just put on clothes that are clean and comfortable. So yeah, it might only take three minutes to get dressed, but do you feel good about yourself at the start of the day? Is it, wow, it takes me no time to get dressed and I love the way I look? Or is it, wow, well, doesn't take me long, but and I, I guess I'm not naked. If it's the second one, you're probably in default dressing mode. And if you're not sure if you're in default dressing mode, ask yourself this, do you end up wearing the same handful of clothes all the time, even though you have other options? If so, it could be default dressing. 
Or do you think about styling or finishing your outfit, like choosing accessories or swapping out shoes for a pair that elevates your look? If you never do that, you could be in default mode. Here's the problem with default mode. You're missing an amazing opportunity to determine how your day is going to go to be the cute mom at the park who isn't yelling at her kids. There's a meme out there that says, I yell at my kids less when I like the way I look. Nothing could be more true. If you want to be that cute mom at the park who isn't yelling at her kids, like the way you look. If you want to be the put together woman who has the bandwidth to say yes to invitations, get dressed like that woman. We all know that when you like the way you look, your day is just simply better. You can argue with me and say that you don't care, that what you wear doesn't matter. But again, I got to point out that you are listening to a style podcast right now. So I think you do care, even if it's just a little bit. You may not like the fact that you care and you might feel frivolous for caring, but at the end of the day, you're not listening because I'm charming. You're listening because you care. So what I don't understand is caring and then convincing yourself that you don't care. Caring and then not doing anything about it. If you care, just care. It's okay to care. And it's okay to put some effort into your wardrobe simply for yourself so you can have the day you want to have. One thing I love about our Style Circle member community is all of the outfit of the day photos that our members post. Most of these women aren't going to an office. Some are, but most aren't. They're just getting dressed for their lives, their everyday, regular lives, but they're getting dressed with intention in clothes that make them feel good and make them feel stylish. These women are proof that dressing well doesn't have to mean dressing up. And like I say at the end of every show, it's proof that your everyday does matter and getting dressed for it is important. So if you came into this thinking that getting dressed doesn't have any effect on your day because you don't go anywhere important, I want you to realize that it's not about where you're going. It's about showing up for your life no matter where you go. Getting dressed with intention each morning is a great way to tell your day how you want it to go rather than being at the mercy of how it just goes. I don't know if you know Mel Robbins, but I'm a huge fan of Mel Robbins. And she has this incredible podcast series on Audible called Reinventing Your Life with Mel Robbins. One of the things she talks about in this series is putting on music for the way you want to feel rather than the way you actually feel. And I thought about that a lot this summer as I was driving to the gym at 5.45 a.m. Sometimes I had to force myself to hit the happy mix playlist button on, on Spotify but I did it. I forced myself. And you know what? I was in a better mood with more energy by the time I got there. It has an effect. And it's the same thing with getting dressed. You can put on clothes for the way you feel, or you can put on clothes for the way you want to feel. And I'll let you guess which day is going to go better. Okay. Now that we all agree that getting dressed and what you wear can impact your entire day, I want to share four wardrobe strategies to have a better morning so that you can have a better day. You ready? Number one, the first thing I want you to do is set your closet up for success. If you open your closet doors and it's just chaos, you cannot expect getting dressed to be easy and or fun. If your closet is cluttered and unorganized and things are falling on the floor as you're digging for that one black top at the bottom of the pile, or you've lost that one black top in a sea of all black clothes, it's going to get real stressful real quick. In our closet cleanout masterclass, the first thing we have 
our members do is organize their closet our way so you can simply see what you have. Just that little thing. We, we don't even talk about getting rid of anything until it's just kind of organized. That little thing makes it easier to get dressed every morning instead of dreading opening the closet doors to start the battle another day. I know you've heard me say a million times that your closet should be the boutique that you shop from each morning. And I really encourage you to think about that. I remember one client I worked with, she was on a super tight budget. So that day I was the queen of the clearance racks and we were in old Navy. There were clothes all over the floor, for real, all over the floor. Shoppers, myself included, were literally standing on clothes while going through the racks. It didn't feel nice and it certainly didn't make me feel like there were good things to be found, right? That probably represents a lot of closets. I've been in a lot of closets, so I know it does. Now contrast that to a store where everything is organized and it's hung up nicely and clothes aren't falling off of hangers when you try to pull something out to look at it. I know, I know that a lot of you have closets that more closely resemble the Old Navy situation. And this is a judgment-free zone. I get messy too. But just think about your how you're starting the day. That like stress and overwhelm, they weren't even my clothes at Old Navy. I had no reason to be stressed about it. It just didn't feel good. So the first place you need to start is just in your closet. Make it make sense. Make sure you can find things without an irrational tantrum. And once you have a closet that isn't a total horror show, the second thing to do is put the right things in your closet. I know this sounds overly simplistic, but if it's not in your closet, you can't wear it. And no amount of flipping through the clothes will make something magically appear. I would bet that part of those 17 minutes women are spending on choosing an outfit is actually wasted just staring at clothes, hoping something will materialize. I've done it too when you're like, I want something cute. I want something cute. Like if you flip through the clothes one more time, the perfect piece will just be there. Maybe it was hidden. It's it's not going to happen, friend. You have to intentionally put the right things in there. So if you don't have clothes that make you feel like the person you want to be, buy some. If every time you have a meeting at work or a volunteer opportunity at your kid's school, you stress about what to wear and you have nothing, put the things you'd like to wear in your wardrobe. Next time, instead of hoping that the clothing fairy has visited, you'll have something to reach for quickly and easily. This reminds me of one of my sweetest, most favorite clients of all time. She'd heard about me from her friends and she kind of knew how working with me was going to go. And after we weeded out her closet and we got rid of what wasn't working, she got really excited and she said, oh, now it's time to make outfits, right? And yes, technically, once I saw what I had to work with, I could start playing in their clothes, right? Oh, you could wear this with this or try this shoe. That was like the fun part. I could see how excited she was and I just, I hated to ruin her day. But the reality was she didn't have anything to make outfits with. She had five pairs of the exact same jeans, the same cardigan in five colors, and a bunch of white and black tank tops to wear under them. She had no accessories, no fun pants, no skirts, no layering pieces other than cardigans, no base layers other than tanks. Think about outfits like a recipe for a minute. You can't make very many recipes if you have no ingredients, right? If all you have is plain chicken and white rice, All you can make is plain chicken and white rice. If you want to stir fry for dinner, you better buy some veggies and some stir fry sauce. Same thing goes with your clothes. 
My sweet client was so disappointed. The whole reason she'd hired me was to bring some fun and life to her closet without having to shop. And you know what? I'm good, but I'm not that good. If there's nothing to work with, we can't do anything. But what our time did do was point out why she was struggling to get dressed and feel cute. She literally didn't have anything. So we ended up going shopping and we fixed the problem. So long story short, if you find yourself stressing each morning because you feel like you don't have anything to wear, it might be because you actually don't have anything to wear. Even if you have lots and lots of clothes, you may not have things that work together or reflect your current style or lifestyle, or you just might not have clothes that make you feel like the person you want to be, like the mom who has it all together or the woman who isn't afraid to speak up in a meeting. Feeling like you can't be the woman you want to be because you don't have the right clothes is a terrible way to start your day. I could honestly go on and on about this one for ages, but I won't because we need to move on to the third way that you can reduce stress and have a better morning. And that, my love, is to have a plan. Some of you feel like you don't have anything to wear because you just don't have anything to wear. However, some of you feel like you don't have anything to wear because you don't know what you have or how it works together or what shoes you'd wear with that dress or what other sweaters you could wear with those pants. And so you end up wearing the same six outfit combos on repeat, ignoring like 90% of the clothes in your closet. And you probably have this little feeling that there might actually be some good stuff in there. But Who has time to figure that out at 7.15 in the morning when you need to make sure homework was done and that lunches are made and that you're out the door in time to get where you need to go? No one has time to do it. That's who. No one. No one has time to be creative in the mornings when there are a hundred, let's face it, more important things to think about. It's very easy for style to fall off the radar when you're like, oh my gosh, is there going to be traffic today? So let's go back to our cooking analogy for just a minute. You wouldn't expect yourself to whip up an elevated dish you'd never made before at 6.30 at night when everyone's hungry and asking for what's for dinner, would you? No. In that moment, you're just in survival mode. It's the same thing with mornings. You're in survival mode, not creative mode, and you can't do both at one time. So what's the answer? This one tip right here will boost your style, save you time, save you money, make your mornings easier, and help you use more of what you already own. You ready? Plan your outfits in advance. That's it. Sit down, take 10 minutes, and plan what you're going to wear for the entire week. I do mine on Sundays. This one's funny because women are really resistant to doing this, and I think it's for a couple of reasons. First, sitting down and planning your outfits acknowledges that you care about what you wear and how you look. It feels awkward and maybe a little frivolous, but I want to challenge you to do it anyway. Do it for two weeks and see what a difference it makes in your style and in your mornings. Doing something that gives you an easier morning and a better day isn't frivolous, it's smart. So if you're not ready to admit that you care about your style, just say you're doing it to boost your energy and productivity all day long, because I guarantee that will happen too. It's not about the clothes. The other reason I think women resist putting effort into planning their outfits is this idea or this myth that women should just naturally be good at this and we should be able to throw together a stylish outfit at the drop of a hat. And I cannot stress how false this is. The stylish women that that you see and they look effortless, those women, they put effort in there somewhere. Either it's in building a wardrobe that works together and reflects their personality or learning the principles of style, or through lots and lots of trial and error and practice. 
All of those things are effort. And I guarantee you, most women, 99.99% of women, weren't born with this mythical style gene. So I guarantee you're not missing an inherent part of being a woman. You're just not. I think, though, that planning your outfits for a whole week is the best thing you can do for your style, which is why I created a wardrobe planner for our Style Circle members. And to be honest, I think it's the most underrated tool we offer. I'm always begging people to use it. Just please, please use the planner. I went on Amazon and I bought pretty much every wardrobe planner out there and I looked at what was good and what wasn't. And then we designed one that not only helps you plan your week, but helps you build your wardrobe with intention each season and make sure that you love the way you look for anything on your calendar, that you're not like, oh my gosh, I forgot it was Thanksgiving. I don't have anything to wear. We put a ton of thought into it and we wanted to really deliver something that is useful and not just like a piece of paper, right? Spending five to 10 minutes each week filling out that planner will save you so much time and so much money and stress over the the course of the season. So if you're not a Style Circle member, can you do it on your phone or on paper? Absolutely, you can. It's just another thing we offer to our Style Circle members to make style even better and and even easier. But you, you absolutely can. Ours is just has a little more thought put into it. Okay, let's wrap this up with the last wardrobe-related strategy that you can do to have better mornings and therefore better days. And I'm going to put a warning here because everyone hates this one. They hate it. It's like that meatloaf song, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. This is the wardrobe version. I would do anything for better style, but I won't do that. Before I tell you what it is, I want our women who don't leave the house each morning on a regular basis or a scheduled time to really listen to this one because this isn't as big of an issue for women who have to get dressed to go to work. But for those of us who work in the home or from the home or don't work at all, okay, not working is not a thing, but you, you see what I'm saying. This one tends to be an area where we can make a big difference in our days. You ready for it? You're going to hate me. You are, but it, but it works. To have a better morning and a better day Get fully dressed and ready before you leave your bedroom for the first time in the morning. Yep, I said it. I said what I said. And I stand by it. Don't go have a cup of coffee and check your email and your PJs. Don't unload the dishwasher or scroll on Instagram for 30 minutes, which let's face it, turns into an hour. Get fully dressed before you cross the threshold of your bedroom. I guarantee you this little strategy will change your entire energy for the entire day. You will be more productive, more focused. You'll get more done. You'll be more social. This is powerful. And I can hear the excuses now because I've heard them from women for over a decade. But I'm not going anywhere. Cool. I didn't say to get dressed in a suit and heels. I said get dressed. If getting dressed for the day means gym or athleisure clothes, put them on before you leave your bedroom but I I like having a lazy, slow morning. Great. Give yourself one or two days a week to do that. But I know, and you probably do too, that the lazier and slower the morning is, the lazier the rest of the day is too. You know, clothes for me are not about clothes at all. And I know I've shared this with you. I think clothes are fun. I think they're a great way to express yourself. But for me, it's about helping women build wardrobes that support the lives they want to live. And I think all of us have this vision of ourselves being confident women who get things done. We want to raise good kids, be involved in our communities, do a good job at work, grow our businesses, have meaningful relationships, all these really important things. And this strategy, getting dressed before you leave your room, 
is about meeting the day head on so that you can live the full, rich life you were meant to live. And I think it's harder to do that when you spend half your day in Mickey Mouse pajama pants and no bra. I just, I think it's really, really hard to take on the world without a bra on. I'll just say it. Years ago, I challenged the members of our Facebook group to try this for a week. For seven days, get dressed before leaving your bedroom for the first time. And they all did it like kicking and screaming. But at the end of the week, I asked how it went. Did you have more energy? Were you more productive? That kind of thing. And one of our members said, I don't think I was more productive, but I did notice I got more done during the day. Now, I don't know if you have thumbed through a dictionary lately, but my friends, that is basically the definition of being productive. What I found interesting about the challenge was how many of our members said once they were dressed, they made their beds too, which they weren't doing before. I found that so interesting. The book, The Power of Habit, I don't know if you read it, but it says this, and I quote, Making your bed every morning is correlated with better productivity, a greater sense of well-being, and stronger skills at sticking with a budget. Who knew getting dressed could help you do all that? Well, you do. Now you do. So I'm going to challenge you to try it for a few days. I, I would challenge you to a full week. If that seems hard, just do three or four days and see what changes you notice in how you feel or how much you're getting done or maybe you're spending less money. I don't know try it. And then drop me a DM and and let me know what you think, how it went. I I can't wait to hear about it. All right. To recap quickly before we wrap this up, here are four better morning wardrobe strategies you can start doing right now. Number one, organize your closet. Good days don't start in chaos. Number two, put the right things into your wardrobe. Starting the day with a clothes fit or an irrational tantrum is not ideal. And if you don't have it, you can't wear it. No amount of staring at your closet is going to make it appear. Number three, plan your outfits in advance. Spending five to 10 minutes planning each week will save you so much time each morning and your style is going to be so, so much better. I guarantee you. Finally, get dressed before you leave your bedroom. Dress for the day you want to have and get off to a good start. If you're willing to do this one, you're going to be so glad that you did. All right. I hope that this episode has encouraged you to think about your mornings just a little differently, especially the impact they have on your whole day and how getting dressed is a big part of that. All of the resources that I talked about today, the capsule guide, the closet makeover masterclass, the planner, they are all included in the Style Circle membership, which you can join for under $20. Head to the show notes and get started. I will see you next time. And until then, remember that your everyday matters. So get dressed for it. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening today. If you're loving the Everyday Style School podcast, I'd like to invite you to become a member of the Style Circle. It's our monthly all-access membership that gives you everything we create to make style easy so you can save time and money, have easier mornings, and more confidence all day long. You get our seasonal capsule wardrobe guides, all of the master classes we offer, and our exclusive members-only podcast, the Everyday Style School Extra Credit. Plus, you're invited to the Facebook community where you can get even more style support and inspiration. I would love to get to know you and support your style journey. It's just $19 a month, less than the cost of a clearance shirt you're never going to wear. Come join me and make your everyday style easier.